Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with my co-host, Gary LaRude. In this episode, we're going to take a look at our December Government and Military Electronics-themed issue. The cover feature is entitled Software-Defined Direct RF Simultaneous Sampling Multiband Multiservice Transceiver. Wow, that's a mouthful. And it's written by Teledyne E2V Semiconductors. It's a really cool article as they outline how the architecture of L through KA band SATCOM transceivers is changing and evolving as there's advances in ADC, DAC, and system and package technology, and it's allowing them to have possible direct conversion through KA band. The new architectures can be completely software controlled, enabling simultaneous sampling for multiband and multi-service operations. So it's a really cool article to check out. Gary, what do we have for technical features? Well, there are several I'll highlight. Uh, startup Ferrotech is writing about the performance of a 60 gigahertz CMOS beamforming transceiver and phased array antenna. They are commercializing this for fixed wireless access and say the CMOS-based array provides 40 dBm EIRP with a smaller antenna substrate or half the DC power consumption of a SIGI-based design. And of course, CMOS is lower cost. Then from Roos Instruments, we have an article on solving the challenges of 50 gigahertz testing. And of course, the challenge is getting accurate vector measurements in high volume at millimeter wave frequencies, given the dimensional sensitivities at these frequencies. And then Dan Swanson writes about combline filter modeling. His goal is to find simulation and design methods which fully predict the performance of the combline filter in both the pass band and the stop bands. And he notes that the coupling matrix method, which is quite popular with designers, is not as accurate as desired in some practical cases. And then wrapping up, our Fabs and Labs this month visits planar monolithics, which is now part of the Quantic family. Quantic PMI is combining the products and technical heritage of PMI with the Quantic culture and the opportunity to work with the other Quantic companies. So it's an interesting transformation that is benefiting customers as well as PMI's team. And we had a special guest join us for the episode today. I talked with Stan Oda, Product Marketing Manager for Test and Measurement Solutions at MiniCircuits, and we talked about the test and measurement market trends and how MiniCircuits is evolving to address them. Let's take a look at a clip from that now. So from what you're seeing, what are some of the applications and customer needs driving the direction of the market for RF test and measurement products right now? Well, first of all, higher frequency is a pretty universal requirement, uh, driving uh, requirements into the millimeter range. Uh, applications like 5G, FR2, YGIG, automotive radar, microwave backhaul, as well as other applications are all driving millimeter wave requirements in testing. Another trend is longstanding, it's been universal for a long time, is test efficiency. Competition is driving faster product development as well as lower list prices, and that's all putting pressure on product margins. This in turn requires that we minimize test costs while still ensuring the speed and the quality of test. And MiniCircuits is a trusted brand name that has a wide range of test applications and solutions that can help our customers be test efficient. A good example of that is our recent introduction of a couple new power sensors, an eight gigahertz and a 40 gigahertz peak and average power sensor 
that have the ability to do measurements on modulated and pulse signals with very good dynamic range and measurement bandwidth at a very cost-effective price. A third trend is a lot of engineers are starting to work remotely, and this is increasing the need for test equipment that can be used at the home. It's not cost-effective, nor is it practical to provide these large, heavy, expensive benchtop instruments to all remote engineers. So this is really increasing the need for high-quality test products that are both portable as well as economic enough to outfit the home bench. I'm always impressed with how many circuits is involved in so many industries and test and measurement is another one that they've added recently. Yeah. So uh, turning to the news, since this is the government and military electronics themed issue, I thought I'd touch on a couple of news items in that area. Lockheed Martin, in collaboration with Intel, accomplished an industry first by successfully integrating 5G core and ORAN into Lockheed Martin's 5G.mil hybrid base station, and this is providing information to operators across domains. By integrating Intel's FlexRAN reference architecture and Intel's Xeon scalable processors into a 3U tactical chassis, the Lockheed Martin Group was able to implement open systems communication gateway capabilities on flyable hardware using established modular open architecture and 5G commercial standards, so it's a great accomplishment there. And also, Texas Instruments announced an expansion of its portfolio of space-grade analog semiconductor products that are in highly reliable plastic packages for a diverse range of missions. TI developed the new device screening specification called Space High Grade and Plastic, and these are radiation-hardened products and introduced new ADCs that meet this qualification. They've also introduced a product family of radiation-tolerant space-enhanced plastic portfolio. And Analog Devices has also done similar efforts. They have a broad line of plastic package solutions that go through a streamlined space qualification process. And we discuss this in our latest BS on Aerospace and Defense podcast, so you can check that out. Go to podcast.microwavejournal.com, and that's a new series. Our second episode will be coming out soon. Gary, what did you see in the news? Well, Europe is planning its own CHIPS Act, approximately 43 billion euros in public and private funding that will increase semiconductor fabrication in the EU. And the goal is actually doubling Europe's global market share to 20% by 2030. And the Bluetooth Special Interest Group plans to expand Bluetooth low energy to operate in more unlicensed bands, including 6 gigahertz. And Bluetooth, in case you didn't realize it, is the most widely deployed wireless standard contained in some 5 billion products that are shipped each year. And last item, this is the 75th anniversary of the invention of the transistor, which launched the solid-state revolution. I'm certainly guilty of not really appreciating the impact the technology has made on the world, both the tools we rely on and our economic success. And I suspect most of us take it for granted. So the next time you reflexively pick up your phone to check messages or social media, pause for a couple breaths and say thanks to John Bardeen, William Bratton, and William Shockley. And uh, turning to events, Electronica 2022 took place in Munich recently. And there was a lot of introduction of new products. A quick summary from what we had in our news was... Rodian Schwartz launched their MXO 4 series of their next generation oscilloscopes. Keysight showcased a wide range of products from their Pathwave design EDA software 
to Benchtop Test Instruments to Connected Car Solutions. Infineon announced their next innovation in automotive radar with their first production series of the 71 to 81 gigahertz radar Mimic. It's based on 28 nanometer CMOS technology. Igneon announced the launch of their antenna intelligence cloud with amplified features for devices with multiple wireless standards. Skyworks Solutions announced that the company is engaged with MediaTek and they're offering a complete modem to antenna solution for automotive grade 5G. Renaissance announced it is entering the automotive radar market with the introduction of a 4x4 channel 71 to 81 gigahertz transceiver, and that's designed in cooperation with Steridian semiconductors that they recently acquired. And finally, Teledyne E2V previewed the future availability of their latest 10-bit broadband data converter operating with direct conversion to 35 gigahertz, and that uses the same technology that was in our cover story. Gary, how about you for events? Well, I just want to comment that Electronica is a major show similar in size to CES and Mobile World Congress, and increasingly it seems to be a place for wireless product announcements like you uh, ran through. And the last microwave show of the year, APMC, is taking place in Yokohama, Japan this week. This year's theme is Challenges of Microwave Engineering for the Super Smart Society in the New Normal. That's a mouthful, but it's very true. The super smart society increasingly relies on wireless connections and the technology and products that we're developing and standing on the shoulders of the transistor. Well, we want to thank MiniCircuits for sponsoring this episode of Frequency Matters. They are an industry pioneer and highly respected supplier of RF microwave components and integrated assemblies with 27 product lines and more than 10,000 active products spanning components to test and measurement systems. Well, we have one more episode of Frequency Matters this year, hard to believe. This will be our fun holiday episode. We'll be reflecting on 2022 and the path back towards pre-pandemic times, and we'll introduce a new face at Microwave Journal. Until then, be well.